Welcome to the Dripping in Black podcast, where we celebrate Black excellence throughout the Black diaspora. Here's your host, David V. Lewis. What's up, good people all across the world? This is the Dripping in Black podcast. I am your host, David V. Lewis. And per usual, we have another fantastic lineup. This is of the Inkster High School special edition of the Dripping in Black podcast. And I have a few of my former colleagues with me. I have one, Floretta Marino. I have Tanya Floyd. I have Tracy Causey Bryant. And I have Kente Rosser all joining me. All right. So we will talk with them, have a little discussion and pay homage to a place that we all came together and come to know one another. So let's start with uh, Miss Floretta Marino. Say hello to the world. Well, hello, everyone. It is a pleasure to be with you all. Um, The question was a little bit about myself. I am first and foremost a mother of two sons. And uh, what we'll be talking about today is key as I am a person who was born and raised in Inkster, Michigan. And (laughs) what a blessing it was to be able to go back and be an educator in the same city in which I was raised. Um, So that is something I'm also, I'm I'm an educator. Um, I'm a sibling, uh, one of four siblings, and I am the daughter of William and Leola McNeil. And so um, with that, I am also a member of the best sorority <laughs> in the entire world, Delta Sigma Theta. Um, that's just a little bit about myself. And so I'm going to uh, let you learn more about the rest of our guests here today. Tracy Causey Bryan, say hello to the world. Hello, world. How are you? <laughs> Hello, everyone. Um, very excited to be here. I am um, a wife, um, mother of two, a wonderful daughter and a son. Um, I am the youngest of 10 children, um, born and raised on the east side of Detroit. Um, I am also a member of the most illustrious sorority in the world, <laughs> Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated, um, and just happy to be here. All right. Tanya Floyd, say hello to the world. Hello, world. I am Tanya Floyd. I am a mother of two. I am a daughter of four. I have a biological mother and father and two step-parents. I also have three sisters and one brother. And I have two nieces and two nephews and one on the way. I did not grow up on the east side. I did grow up on the west side. And um, I'm very happy to be a part of this podcast today with my wonderful Easter family. I miss them so much. And I think that's it for me right now. Oh, I'm so sorry. I am a upcoming author. I am writing a book and affirmation cards that are coming. I'm really, really excited about that. Oh, thank you. That's me. <laughs> That's what's up. And last, but certainly not certainly not least, Mr. Kente Rosser. Say hello to the world. Thank you. Thank you. 
David Lewis. Good evening, everyone. Kente Rosser, uh, born and raised in the city of Detroit. Proud graduate, Cass Technical High School. <laughs> <laughs> I believe every story that I tell about myself kind of kind of begins and ends with the with the CT aspect. Uh, they played a very pivotal role in my formative years um, as a person. Uh, but born and raised in the city of Detroit, a lifelong educator, uh, father, have a son, Kente Jr. Happy, very pleased, elated, excited to be a part of this panel this evening. Looking forward to the conversation we're going to have. All right. So we thank you all. And of course, we all met at the illustrious Inkster High School. <laughs> I don't know if it's ever been called that, but now it has. <laughs> so, this is how we will start off, all right? So I want you all to think about this. Let me, maybe I should set it up this way. Who would like to go first before they find out what this, the, the statement is? I, 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 since I was last introduced, I, I, I'll jump in first on this one, if I may, ladies, if, if you don't mind. We, we good with that? Okay. I, I, hope, I, hope, I hope I didn't sign up. I hope I didn't sign up. <laughs> Too late, you got right. the floor. Oh, I know. All right, so here it is. It's, it's one word or a two to three word phrase. One word or a two to three word phrase that you would use to describe Kente Rosser as a teacher at Inkster <laughs> High School. <laughs> okay. Uh, one word or a three word phrase. Can I, can I please go for it? <laughs> four, four is acceptable. Yeah, nine is nine won't work, but four will work. Growing into my own, uh, very much so. I, I spoke before about Cast Tech playing a pivotal role in my formative years as a person. Inkster was essential in my formative years as an educator. I was able to grow into my own. So, growing into my own. Excellent start. Who wants to jump in on that one? Yeah, I need the question again. Is it about Kente as an educator? No, it's it's about yourself. <laughs> oh, <laughs> if we can. I was going to say, I had something about him. <laughs> I, I would like to hear this. <laughs> I was just going to say very energetic. That's what I was going to say. About me? Yeah, uh, that's about Kente. Yeah, yeah. See, that's about him. What about okay. myself as an educator? I think I like this. I, I think I like this shift. Yeah, <laughs> let's, let's go with that. Okay. All right. So that's for Kente, and you say very interject. That's pretty self-explanatory. Did you want to go any further with that? Um, I just remember he was just always everywhere just energetic just had something to say about something all the time <laughs> it could have been education that more it could have been yeah. politics it could have been somebody in the office whoever but just <laughs> always just always energetic always moving laughing and smiling he was a jokester a little he was funny a little bit funny a little bit but <laughs> so yeah all right I like how this is turning out. This is almost like giving flowers before they uh, before it's too late. <laughs> so let's go, uh, uh, Marino. You ready to this speak about uh, Rosser? A word or a two word phrase, two to three word phrase about Rosser as a teacher. Greatness in action. Oh, oh. greatness in action. That sounds that was familiar. Cute. <laughs> yeah. 
I, I appreciate yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's go, TCB. He was actually one of my most. Um, one or two to three word phrase. Tracy. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, competitive. Um, uh, a competitive colleague that also that also brought joy to our profession. Thank you. I, I thought you might I know. I know. Six, I seven. Say, I thought you might have said competitive runner-up. That would have been a nice shot. That would have that would have been accurate. <laughs> so I think I can jump in on this as well, since I know you all. I would say for me. Uh, let's see if I can keep it to two or three words. Rosser uh, was was my dude immediately. All right. And so I feel like when I met Rosser, uh, we hit it off pretty cool from that point on. And we've been cool ever since. Uh, it's like a younger brother <laughs> from another mother, if you will. How many words, right. Tracy? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, the, the, the words were... The words were my dude immediately. Those were the three words, okay. Tracy. Uh, Everybody okay. else stayed to the rules, <laughs> Tracy. <laughs> and then I went on to explain the words. So, Okay. All right. So who wants to go next with these flowers? I'll go next. All right. So a word or a two to three word phrase to describe Tanya Floyd. Um, at Inkster, I would say, um, learning the course, that's what I would say, learning the course. And, um, I would say that because that was my second year teaching when I got to Inkster, so. All right. Somebody give her her flowers. I say involved in caring. Tanya and I co-taught couple of classes together mm-hmm. and uh to see how she interacted with her students and how she I didn't I didn't realize so just now she was only in her second year of teaching this, yeah. is, the first, this yeah. is the first I'm hearing of, the, of that <laughs> but um, <laughs> I, I would definitely say involved in Karen it was very evident how she uh, supported her students thank you uh, I would say, you say a, you, oh go ahead oh go ahead I'm sorry no, no. I was, I was, I was gonna take night. a jab at Rasa there but oh <laughs> I would say she's a shining light. She just was always bright. Every time you would see her, she just yeah. radiated. So a shining light. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and and I would add very compassionate. Um, she definitely was compassionate and in the work that she was doing with our students. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Yep. And I would add uh, some along the same lines, very positive and for me, uh, sorry, I'm, I'm this time I'm breaking the rules. Sorry, Tracy. Uh, always, always smiling, always smiling. So, a uh, great person to work with. All right, who's next? Okay, I guess I'll go. Um, so I'm supposed to start with myself. Yes. Okay. I would just say I I felt very determined those years at Inkster. Um, we had a lot to accomplish, and um, I just felt that 
with all of the wonderful influencers, it, we did so much, but I felt determined to achieve with and, and was driven by so many different people, especially the kids. That would be it for myself. Who else I'll wants go. to give Miss Marino her flowers? I'll go. Uh, leader through and through. When we got to Inkster, uh, Mrs. Marino was, she she was the hometown hero, the person that knew all the answers, the person that could set you in the right direction. Um, I, I, later, I later became an academy coordinator. Uh, she was the, the original academy coordinator, uh, showed me the ropes a lot there as well. Kids loved her. Kids respected her. Uh, command and respect the minute walked in the, in the auditorium, the classroom, the building, et cetera. I could go on and on, but leader through and through. Yeah. Set, the tone, set the tone for a lot of our, us newer people. You know, you knew you knew who to go to if you had questions or needed yeah. answers or needed some support. Yeah. Yep. I was going to say very friendly, very helpful. I'm going to add to that, Frosser. Yeah. Very, very nice. Smiling too. Yeah, you know, yes. never yes. you go say, "Hey, I need." Okay, just a second. Okay, yes, very yes. yes. <laughs> friendly. And and I'm so proud to say, um, she was always consistent, um, consistently, um, just loving, loving with students, yeah. loving with staff, and and she re- always remained the same. So you saw the same person every day. Um, yeah. didn't matter how crazy or difficult the day was, she was always loving and her spirit has remained the same. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> oh, I got a good one. I'm going to say, so it's all of the above, cool, friendly, but, <laughs> <laughs> and if you were in the Inkster hallways, you know what that but means, right? <laughs> But that but all right, Tracy. She was the department, she was your boss, Lewis. She was the department head. I see you left that part out. <laughs> <laughs> and a great boss she was. <laughs> yeah. Tracy Causey Bryant. Um I would have to say first I was inspired, um, very inspired during my years in Inkster. Um, and I felt like those were probably the most valuable years of my career. So inspired and valued, valuable years, valuable experiences. Yeah. I'm going to say inspiring. I used to love to come. I was in your class all the time. I was in people class, but I was I in your remember. class. We had the best talks, like, <laughs> and you really helped me with, like, just teaching. I mean, I, you have so much value and wisdom. We used to just oh. have so much fun. So I'm just going to say inspiring. <laughs> oh, thank you. We did have so much fun. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say three words. 
iron sharpen iron. And Tracy, as, as a fellow English teacher, we had a lot of competitive interactions that made us better as teachers, yeah. made our students better as students as they went head to head. I learned a lot from Tracy. Uh, we alluded to this earlier. I lost a lot in those battles. <laughs> uh, but we all were winners because it made us all better. Yes. So uh, uh, iron sharpened iron like a mug. <laughs> for me, <laughs> days, you know, that, that was a proven ground. You know, you, I will march my kids to her class. You will march hers to mine and you will have it out. And everybody won on those days. Yes. <laughs> well, I, would say, I would say she's a true queen. When I say her presence was felt and it was that of royalty, um, what she delivered to the students was not no less than just perfection and excellence. I mean, our kids got so much love and so much education and wisdom from her. And I learned so much. I mean, just being around her would put you in awe because she just flowed and, and, and commanded respect <laughs> and she had her stuff together, knew what she was talking about. And that was the flow that we all started to feel. And it was just such an amazing thing that I wish we could bottle it up and, and, and figure out how to make it happen again. Um, but, you know, just a true queen. Thank you, my soror. <laughs> and uh, Ms. Marino, you stole my words. I was going to say queen, uh, TCB the queen. Uh, I've been calling her that pretty much as long as I've known her. And uh, that's the aura that she walks around with. I, I would say the first day that I saw her in a staff meeting and she had on African garb and she stood up and said something. I said... <laughs> Yeah. Queen. <laughs> 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 All right. So let's talk a little bit about um, Inkster. All right. So let's do it this way. I'm going to say, when I say, you say. <laughs> All right. So who wants to go first with this one? I'll go. No, no. All right, so we'll we'll have you go first, Rosser. When I say Inkster High School, you say what? Vikings. I mean, isn't that the cheer? When I say Inkster, you say Vikings. <laughs> no, Indeed. No, no. When you say Inkster, I say Lightning in the Bottle. Um, which is you know, if you're ever lucky enough to catch Lightning in a Bottle, you probably won't be lucky enough to catch it twice. And I think that most of us have kind of sought after what we were blessed to have at Inkster. And we only found pockets of it. Um, you know, I don't, you know, it was such a feeling. It's kind of hard to describe that you'll know it when you feel it again. But the question is, will we ever feel it again? And I think many of us have tried to go out and create it again. Almost, almost so much so, do we really can we really create it again? You know, it was so organic the way it all came yeah. together. It was so natural. It was so real, so wonderful, and uh, so rare. You know, you find that it's rare um, in this profession um, that you'll have such a camaraderie of people in one area uh, for the length of time that we had. 
All right. Miss Marino, when I say Inkster High, you say. Oh, when you say Inkster High, I say Vikings for life. When I say mm. Vikings for life, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, it's not just the word, the, the mascot. Um, you know, we've endured a lot long before we all came into Inkster. You know, I I was a uh, uh, first through seventh grade student of Inkster Public Schools and for many years heard a lot about Inkster and experienced a lot. Um, finished my high school experience in another district. Uh, but coming back to Inkster and seeing what Inkster High School was, and, and what I had heard and what I experienced and and just, I mean, it, it sticks with you for life. It, it's, it won't go away. I mean, it's been closed for many years now, but I am still a Viking for life. <laughs> so that's my yeah. word for Inkster High School. Floyd, when I say Inkster High School, you'd say? Pride. Mm -hmm. The aura when I walked in there was just so strong. Like, I have never worked in a school where I loved everybody. Even the ones who got on my nerves, I still <laughs> would go in and still have words and we could still get along. Like, I've never experienced that. Um, the whole staff worked together. Mm -hmm. um, even the, the, the pride from the staff onto the students. I've never seen that. Like those students really yeah. cared about their school. They was going to rep that school. They was chanting that school. They was wearing the gear. And it went on till even when I went back, when I lived in the city, that people, Inkster, oh yeah, them Inkster, Inkster family, Inkster this, Inkster that. I mean, it was just everywhere. And it just spilled on to the entire building. You know, mm -hmm. it's like, I didn't go to any corner of that building where I heard a kid say, ugh, I hate working here or um, going here. Or even the teacher like, ugh, this, this building, I've never been in a building like that ever. The pride is just, it was just phenomenal. So that's my word for it. Okay. And TCB, the queen, when I say Inkster High, you'd say? The Mecca. And, and I say the Mecca um with with so much zeal um when i say every aspect of inkster academics athletics um our band um every group every uh everything that we did it was with excellence and i believe during that period of time we were at a pivotal point, having our students involved in their dual enrollment program, we were trailblazing because those were new ventures and journeys that we were embarking upon. Um, and I, I give so much credit to the leadership during that period of time, Dr. Meridata, but it was the Mecca. And it was probably one of the greatest educational experiences that I've ever encountered. And I've yet, like Kente said, lightning in a bottle. I've yet to see it again. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Yeah. I'm coming back to you, TCB, with this one. <laughs> All right. Okay. When I say Inkster 
high school students, you'd say? The best, hands down. I still have fond, very close um, relationships with my students. Love them. It was second to none. Our students were excited to be students in school, happy to be there every single day and good, bad, or ugly. I have yet to meet a student that came there that was not happy. Even on the worst days, they ran and showed up at my doorstep because they knew the expectations. Um, And our students were they were great and they had an opportunity to be under the tutelage of people that believed in their greatness and they will continue to rise to the occasion. Yeah. Yeah. Ms. Marino, when I say Inkster students, you say? Family, because that's how I feel mm. about them. I feel I call them my babies. I always have. Um, I see yeah. them everywhere. I mean, like, <laughs> It's such a wonderful thing to see them grown and their kids. And oh my God, I but it's it's a it's a blessing. I mean, um, to see some of them even professionally coming to work alongside me and, and bringing their programs and and various things is just really a, a beautiful part of a family. Floyd, when I say Inkster students, you'd say. I was trying to think of the perfect word and I just, I can't really think of the perfect word, but what I know about the Inkster students is that they were just so loving, loving, there we go, loving. Um, They really care about their education. Um, They really wanted to do best because they knew that they were best, you know, Um, it was funny because I taught special ed, but I had a lot of general ed students coming in there. Can you help me? Or if I push in, they're like, um, can you come over here? I need, can you explain this? Like they, they were really trying to do their best to be their best, no matter what they heard, you know, and I love that about them and they helped me push me. I'm like, okay, let's do this. You know, let's get it together. And I would tell teachers, I don't know, I ain't supposed to be helping them. Don't you tell nobody, but if you need to send somebody to my room, just send them, you know, because if they wanted it, I was going to give it to them. So. Mm-hmm. Ross, the boss, when I say Inkster students, you'd say? Everywhere. <laughs> like, yeah. like Ms. Marie would say, you see them everywhere. They are everywhere. They're on the grandest of stages, be it professional athletes, be yeah. it uh, in, a, in, a, in a, whatever their chosen profession is. They They really ran with the notion that the world is your oyster. Um, many, and I'm not just talking about the dual enrollment students, which, you know, I think we all knew that they had a mark of success that was identified in them at a very young age. Many of those dual enrollment students were duly enrolled in the 10th grade. So they showed their prominence early on. Um, and they, they have gone on to do some wonderful things. They have not squandered that talent. And I'm, I'm very, I'm very happy that they have not squandered that talent. But I'm also talking about the, the Inkster students in general, you know, from, from whatever it is that many of them have chosen as their career path in life. Uh, they, they've been at the top of their field and, you know, I, I, I enjoy keeping tabs on them. I enjoy interacting with them on social media and you do see them uh, everywhere in life as well. Um, and, it, and it's just proud, you know, when, when you as an adult, as an educator, 
can say to your fellow colleagues, yeah, that's my former student right there. Look, look, <laughs> she's, a, she's playing professional basketball. Yeah. He's yeah. playing professional football. He's a yes. professional photographer. He is a professional accountant. These are these are my people. I, I played a part, a small part in helping them get to where they are. Yeah. And they have not disappointed. So they're everywhere. Yeah. 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 So let's get to uh, a topic that I'm interested in hearing y'all response on. Um, so we know the Inkster came to an unceremonious close. What were your thoughts about that? When it, when you found out it was closing, it set in that it was closing. What were your thoughts? If you can recall back then when that happened, how did that make you feel when you found out that it was actually closing, the district was closing? Anybody can jump in. Uh, for me, it was initially just disbelief. Because uh, as I stated, being ra- raised in Inkster, I had heard for many years, even when I was a little girl, Mm. Oh, they were so close, Inkster High School. They was going to close Inkster Schools. And it was just, you know, always in the air that people would say things like that. So when when that came back up again, you kind of think it's just, once again, that same talk because these type of things don't happen. They don't just close down your school. And yeah. uh, really, the word dissolve uh, is, right. is something that, that was kind of painful. It was just... You know, so so yeah, I, I I just really was in disbelief initially, and and then it it became like dissolved with was disrespectful. <laughs> so I uh, I guess uh, those would be the ways that I felt about that. Yeah, I I I was hurt. You know, I had the I had the fortune of working in two different schools in the district. I was a teacher at Inkster High, and I was actually a principal at Blanchett Middle School. And the unfortunate thing about the closing of Inkster Public Schools is that they're not only closed, the the buildings themselves no longer exist. And, you know, that you were literally right. If you did not know it was there, you were right past it, not knowing what was ever there. And uh, the funny thing about Blanchette is for my time of working at Blanchette, there was an abandoned school right next door to Blanchette, literally in walking distance and rock throwing distance from Blanchette's front door. And when Blanchette closed, they had the audacity to tear down Blanchette and the abandoned school was still standing. And I'm wow. not sure if it still stands today because now we're talking several years later and it may, it may very well still be there on Henry Ruff. And I was really surprised by that because I remember driving my son past by where I used to work about to show him where I used to work. And the only way I knew that it was where I used to work is because the abandoned school landmark was still there, but Blanchett wasn't. So I don't know what message was sent uh, with the, not only the closing of Inkster schools, but you know, the demolishing of Inkster schools, but that could be heartbreaking for a community a tight-knit community at that. Uh, but yeah, it, it was, it was, it was, it hurt, you know, when, when everything dissolved and closed. Yeah. I was devastated. Um, oh, I'm so sorry. You want to go ahead? Go ahead. Um, I was devastated because um, when we were going through our transition, my paperwork got lost somewhere in the shuffle. So when everybody was called back, I didn't think that I got called back. So I had started a job and I had been at that job for two weeks when somebody called me like, oh, we're in orientation. They just called your name. Where you at? 
I was like, um, I'm kind of at this other school now because I didn't get my paperwork. They was like, you on here, you on a schedule, you da, 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 da. And I had to make the decision of, should I just leave the school that I didn't invest in two weeks to go back to Inkster or not? And because I felt like I was devoted to that school and my daughter went there and the principal, I knew her. I was like, I don't want to just up and leave them. So I turned down going back to Inkster, but I was just like, I'm just going to go next year. Mm-hmm. And when I heard that they were closing, I just cried because I was like, no, because I'm going back after this school year, you know, <laughs> and I was just like, what are you what are y'all talking about? And I was just thinking I was talking to a lot of my colleagues from there and how they had to go through the process of trying to, you know, get jobs and find this and it was just really heartbreaking to me. It was. And then when I heard that they they tore down the building, I just had to go ride by because I was like, I know they didn't tear that building down. Like I couldn't, I couldn't even imagine walk, going down that street and not seeing that high school standing yeah. there. Mm-hmm. And when I did, I just, I just stopped and I just stared like this district, this school, this, this right here was like the most growing experience, the most loving experience. Like we've all said, I've never experienced the type of school. I've never been in a school where every educator was about education. Even when they was ready to retire, <laughs> they still was educating some kids. I've never seen, I've never gone to a school where I can go in a room with a teacher and say, hey, um, this is my kid. I know they fell in, let's go over this. You know, okay, here, let's try these strategies. And that teacher was like, okay, we'll try it because they cared about my student as much as I did. Mm-hmm. I haven't experienced that. So for them to just dissolve it like they did, it's almost like somebody said they was just trying to really send a message. But thank God our kids, they send them, they're sending a message too. You might have right. took the building, but baby, we still here and we still That's gonna right. do what they instilled in us. So yeah, it was devastating to me. Yeah. Um I would have to say it was heartbreaking. It's it's still heartbreaking. And hearing all three of your comments about it, it it just it's almost like a morning. Like, you know how much could have been done, even with more students to come and to see that. And and just like Kente said, they tore those buildings down immediately, Mm -hmm. you know, dilapidated buildings that have been standing for years are still standing, but they tore those buildings down um, quickly. and. I I also felt like there was a message behind that. It's almost like they wanted to totally eradicate that, you know, that district even existed. Mm. Um, but there was so much goodness that came from it. Like you said, the 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 greatness has continued um, through our students, even though the buildings are gone, the memories. They they can't take the memories, mm-hmm. but it's still disheartening, almost in disbelief because they did yeah. it so quickly and erased the buildings as quickly as possible as well. Yeah, but it's a it's a representation of black excellence, right? They things like that happen to us throughout the annals of time, and we bounce back. Um, I just think about 
what it did to the kids. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it's one thing for a teacher to have to find another job, but for the kids, I mean, you know, you got to find another school. I mean, we sent you to separate schools, right? They split them into four different schools, but we had kids that were from Detroit. So they didn't really have a place to go. And uh, it's really a a travesty when you think about it. And, you know, I'll say it because I'm the host. If it was a white school, it would have never been closed. If it was a white school district, that would have never had happened. We know it has something to do with it being a black school district and a successful school district at that. Right. We may not have made the numbers on the test, but just look at the kids that came out of there. Right. Major success. All right. So let's let's get off of that. Let's talk a little bit about uh, what you're doing now. All right. So everybody has left Inkster and went elsewhere. Let's talk about where you are now. Anybody can jump in. Well. Um, I am currently a principal at Romulus High School, um, which I'm proud of because many of our students, um, Romulus was one of the districts in w- which received um, some of Inkster students. And so it, it was very comforting to be able to be there for the babies uh, that were there and, and be that safe um, as Ms. Causey Bryant was as well. Uh, for the babies, but it 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 was really um, interesting to make that transition because it was like a complete circle of my life as well. Um, as I stated, I went to Easter schools uh, K through eight, and then well, really K through seven, and then I went to Romulus uh, seventh grade through twelfth grade, and then I went back and start working in Easter. And then when Easter closed, I went to Robulus. So it's like my life is an Easter Robulus circle, but it's a, a, <laughs> it, it's been very interesting and and um, a blessing. I am uh, also a long term candidate for uh, my doctorate um, in in educational and uh, leadership. So um, still working on that. So I had to take a break. But, you know, it's never too late. So that's where I'm at uh, professionally right now. I've been there ever since 2013. Wow. Yeah. All right. Somebody else jump in there. I'm a principal in Wayne Westland Community Schools, uh, principal at Franklin Middle School, which is also a district uh, that some of the Inkson students are zoned for. And it's very interesting because I do have some of the siblings of students that I had and so the connection that I have to the community uh, I feel like I'm able to connect with the students uh, all of my students but also I have you know a a connection with the students in the district who come from Inkster Um, I feel like I'm able to identify with them as I've seen some familiar faces in the building um, because like I said some of our former students have siblings uh, that go there and some of our former students have kids that are in the district yeah. Um, not of middle school age yet, but uh, they'll be there. Um, and so, yeah, it's um, working in this in this area again. It's like coming home. Um, uh, it's something about this region that really invigorates me as an educator. It really, you know, I, I like the energy, you know, um, and you know, in a sense, I'm back home. You know, back, back, back. You know. And it's funny because, and I made a Facebook post about this 
when I was graduating undergrad, and I'll, I'll tell this very long story in a very short way. When I was graduating undergrad, uh, many years ago, I remember uh, looking up districts to apply for and literally handwriting the directions to get to these districts to drop off my resume and my paperwork. And so the other day at my home office, this was about a couple of months ago, I'm cleaning up and I stumbled upon that notebook. And the funny thing is, and I remember when I dropped off these resumes and, and portfolios, the, I stumbled upon the notebook where I hand wrote the directions and it was two school districts on the page. It was Inkster <laughs> and it was Wayne Westland. And it's, it's the whole right division, make it plain yeah. type of thing. And it's like, wow. And, I, I'm, wow. and, and you know, and obviously Inkster is closed, but the phone number for Wayne Westland is still the same. It's <laughs> <laughs> still the same. I'm looking at the director, left turn on this street. I'm like, wow. Wow. <laughs> it took me way back so i'm back home yeah. yeah yeah um i'll go um i am currently a principal as well um uh, van buren public schools i am the principal of rossonville elementary and although we were not selected as a feeder district i still get inkster students so they are now wow. elementary students um, still residents of Inkster. And it always warms my heart when I see the address, um, even though they have to apply for school of choice, it's, it's almost like you're more than welcome to be in my district and more than welcome to be in my building. Um, I, I think that's also the heavy part of knowing that Inkster has no school district. And I'm happy to know that our kids in that community still have a place to land where they will be embraced and welcomed. So um, in addition to that, I um, am continuing um, to look for ways to improve um, my academic journey. Um, also going back after a few years of a, a hiatus um, to continue my um, doctorate as well. Well, I am currently at DPS and I actually teach second grade this year. I've taught everything. Mm. Um, I keep going back from special ed and then I'll have a principal like, oh, I need you. Just can you come to general ed for a minute? And I'm like, okay, you need me. And I go and I get stuck. And I'm like, <laughs> listen, put me back in special ed. So um, I've been trying to get back to special ed and I will get back there next year. I will get back. My principal, once again this year, she was like, oh, but I need you. We had two positions in special ed. She said, but we need you here. And I'm like, okay, but I'm leaving and I'm going back to special ed because <laughs> that's my passion. That's what I love. And um, they just need me. I'm like, I, I promise you, I'll I work with both kids. Just let me get back in where, where I feel at home, you know? Um, so I'm doing that. And then, like I said earlier, I am writing a poetry book. I have finished writing my poetry book. So I'm just in the editing part of that. And then one day I had a vision like, hey, you should write some affirmations. So that's been really exciting because I write those as they come up. So if I'm in a car, some come to me, I pull over and I put it in that phone real quick and I keep it moving. So that's I'm glad what I'm doing right over. First, I'm glad. Yes, I do. I pull over. <laughs> That's on the freeway. That's important. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. 
Well, that, that sounds exciting, Ms. Floyd. Sound like you'll have to be a, another guest on the Dripping in Black podcast uh, for that aspect of your life. Oh, thank you. I love to be. When you, yes. when you get it published, uh, look us up. Don't get too big for us never. Uh, at Dripping in Black. <laughs> never, never, never. All right. So I got a couple of more things. We have a traditional question that we ask at the end. But before we get to that, I want you all to respond to this. Um, one thing that you could tell the world about Inkster High. If you could tell the world about Inkster High, what's the one thing you would tell them? I would tell the world that Inkster High is unstoppable. You cannot break pride and spirit. That's genuine and that comes from God. That's what I would say. Unstoppable, unbreakable. Yes. All right. I would say it was the true essence of what teaching and learning uh, with love looks like. Teaching and learning with love. I, I, w- I, would, I would describe it as the ecosystem that was Inkster Public Schools, particularly, you know, my most of my experience was at the high school. The ecosystem that was, was there was a synergy there that is, is we're just so lively. You know, from a basketball game, you walk in, I ate S, I ate S. <laughs> I mean, you can just hear it to Nanoshka singing the uh, the national anthem, uh, putting her own spin on it to the competitive nature you would see on the court, football field, on a wrestling mat, baseball diamond, the marching band, the classroom, the, the world, traveling the world on the trips, the competitiveness that you would see from the students in the classroom at the collegiate level. We had kids who literally graduated from college before they graduated from high school yeah graduation day was before the graduation day from community college with their associates was on the calendar before the actual graduation from high school look at god how many people can say that like you know that's just not a cliche they really did have that they had one before the other right and so you know that that's just how i would describe it you know and and, you know and i don't want to be long-winded but just think about the grounds you know they think about the beauty of the grounds, the the courtyard, and yeah. uh, the the you know Gartrell Woods, who was an Inkster native, who also worked at Blanchett Middle School, was the the landscape architect who laid all of that out, and it was just beautiful. You know, you ride past there, you it catches your eye, caught your eye right away. You know, uh, all of those things were not by happenstance. It was by design because the leadership knew that the kids deserved the best. Right. They deserved to walk into this palatial uh, atmosphere from the courtyard to the classroom to the opportunities to to visit in Paris, to visit in the New York Stock Exchange, to see in the color purple, to the bus field trip that the whole district took to see the yeah. great debaters. You yeah. know, those types of moments of 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 direct, specific, intentional exposure yes. to things that they knew would play a key role in their lives. Yeah. Um, that's just how I would describe it. Yeah. Marie, no. <laughs> One thing you would High tell the world about Inkster. Inkster High School was a model of an effective urban school. Um, and it, it should be just that modeled. It it should be something that is replicated. It should be something that is is respected and, and really understood to be just that. Because I think we're still struggling 
to meet the needs in the urban schools and, um, you know, the community and the unity and the community type of thing that we had at Ace High School. Um, if, if we could ever put that back together or put it in writing and, and, and make it a model for others to follow, um, that would be the best way to uh, honor Ace High School. Yeah. I mean, it really was dynamic in so many ways, right? We had dynamic marching band and we had dancing and, and talent shows. You know, we had, uh, you know, basketball, football, female, male, and, you know, and then excellent educators in the classroom. And like Ross mentioned, we had the, uh, the college students as well. So quite an awesome experience uh to be uh be at Inkster and to come together and learn people uh colleagues and students but um you know we must close out this episode i think we could talk forever about uh our treasure of Inkster high school but we typically i got a couple of guests on here that, that kind of know what's coming but we typically ask this question at the end have you ever been on the cover of a magazine? So I'll start with you, Tanya Floyd. Have you ever been on the cover of a magazine? <laughs> no, I have not. <laughs> okay. All right. What about you, Miss Marino? <laughs> I have not as of yet. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. Uh, Rosser and uh, Tracy Causey, Brian, you all can't, can't talk about the one that we, we know about, but. Have you ever been on the cover of any other magazine? No, I have not. And I'm looking at your wall back there. I don't see my picture. <laughs> uh, I don't know if that's by design or by accident. I, I see this as the, the, the uh, guest hall of fame. And well, we'll get to that later. But no, I have <laughs> And no, I have not, with the exception of dripping in black and i see your picture back there tracy indeed indeed (laughs) well we be at dripping in black we aim to please um and so if you are a member of the dripping in black alum which you all are we place you on the cover of a magazine our magazine the dripping in black magazine that is also a parting gift all involved so we will send nice. that out to you oh, thank you. We'll I love it, it I love it that's uh, nice yeah. yes yeah, yeah that's, that's nice man and the shirt that I have on is one of Inkster's uh, students as, on the design for that as well Ricardo did y'all see Javier and I'm winning the game for $137,000 yeah. yeah. big thing yeah. big thing Javier Reed yeah, that's one of Inkster's finest right there. It's quite yes. a few of them, but yeah, I did. I yes. did see Jay Reed on there and his wife. Yes. Yeah. All right. Uh, if you so choose, shout out any social media that you want to share on this episode. And we'll start with you, Marino. You to my left. Any social media that you want to share? I'm old school, y'all. <laughs> I got <laughs> Facebook. That's <laughs> <laughs> no, that's about it. Uh, uh, and and Facebook black. is what? Uh, oh, uh, Rini Marino at Facebook. I guess okay. yeah. 
Tanya Floyd. I knew you was going to come to me next. Um, I do have Facebook and I have Instagram. I do not know my Facebook name. I didn't even know we had names on Facebook. So excuse <laughs> me. I'm just going to assume it's Tanya Floyd at Facebook.org. Facebook. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> um, the, the former still going to get a good laugh at this. One. <laughs> <laughs> Look, at least I have a Facebook. I moved off of, you know, the other one. So, but my Instagram is she teaches. So with a Z at the end. Okay. okay. Nice, nice Instagram name. <laughs> Thank you. TCB. Um, I actually I'm I'm friends with a lot of my former students on Facebook. Um, but I am on Facebook, um, TCB educator, life coach, um, and author. That's my name on Facebook. On <laughs> on Instagram, I am I my my Delta line name is Presidential Suite. And that's why oh. I'm on Instagram. Um, yes, and I am on Twitter as well. Um, so, yeah, I'm not hard to find. They know how to find me. Most of them still have my phone number and they call me often <laughs> or text or, you know, they keep me apprised of the wonderful things that they're doing out here. Yeah. Yeah. Ross the boss. Well, I'm on TikTok. I'm on, uh, <laughs> I mean, cash app. I mean, I'm not on TikTok. I'm not. I'm not on Snap. <laughs> Kente Rosser on Facebook. Uh, Kente underscore Rosser on Instagram. Kente Rosser one on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> and so. Uh, those those are my primary modes, and and it, you know I would like to get a little more traffic to my YouTube, uh, which is which chronicles a lot of the work that I'm doing in urban education, which is the Organic Think Tank, uh, mm-hmm. the T H E Organic Think Tank on YouTube. You can see a lot a lot of the videos and a lot of work that we've done, um, and in the field of education. So. Yeah. And lastly, uh, David V. Lewis on Facebook. Um, we would all uh, welcome any of our former students. If you haven't already reached out to us, feel free to do so. Uh, it's home. We're still loving, caring educators that want to see you do well. So if you haven't reached out to any of these educators, feel free to do so. I want to thank my illustrious panel for coming out. Uh, you all can say your goodbyes to the world. Hey, thanks, thanks for having me. It was a pleasure. It was good to catch up with everyone, and I uh, hope that everyone who views this understands the greatness as we speak of it. That was Inkster Public Schools. I second that that sentiment exactly. Um, thank you for putting this together, dripping in black. Um, David and I know Sean Smith is behind the scenes um, being excellent as well. Um, I am so happy to be able to see Tanya and Miss Rennie. Um, It it just feels good and it's nostalgic to even talk about it. So thank you for um, having me a part of this panel and all of our students and former colleagues at Inkster family. Uh, we are all still family. And that, again, one of the best experiences of my life. Thank you so much for having me. I am very, I feel very honored. Um, 
because Inkster was the best place that I've ever worked. And like we've said before, I've always longed to get that experience back in. It's just not here. I work with some amazing teachers, phenomenal at Inkster. So I'm just excited to be here to see all of you guys. It just warms my heart. And um, to all our students, we love you. And we hope to hear from you soon, the ones who we haven't heard from. And we are still praying and behind y'all 100%. Thank you. Well, to all of our students, I'm proud of you. I'm proud to have you as a part of my experience and growth. And as always, it's truly a great day to be a Viking. Have a good one. <laughs> uh, oh, man, Miss Marino, you stole my final line. Shout out to, shout out to Dr. Fleming. Yes. Well, it's a great day to be a Viking. Yes. All right. So thank you all for coming out. The uh, pleasure has truly been ours. And I'm just so excited for the world to, to hear your stories. Thank you all again. Thank you. Have a good one. <laughs> <laughs>